Hello and welcome to the first episode of that Disney Parks podcast. I'm Nick, and that's going to really confuse me for at least the next six months when I record one of these, what the title is now. Um, but the, the show title has changed, the music has changed, but uh, the gang is all here. So I'm joined by P-Dubs. Hello. I am joined by Ryan. Hello. I am joined by Craig. Don't call me Craig anymore. Okay. Uh, I will have. I want to change my name, like the podcast does. Okay. You, you you haven't decided what yet, or no? Okay. I'll, I'll let you know by the end. Mm, okay, maybe not. And uh, Mr. D. Uh, happy November. Happy November. And uh, and Sinead isn't here because she's still too hungover from Halloween, but uh, she will be back uh, in the future. As will Chris Ripley. I mean, to be fair, Chris could turn up tonight. You never know with him, like Scarlet Pimpernel, he- in and out. She's been on a six-week Halloween bender, let's be honest. I mean... Um, it's the best Halloween in the history of Halloween. Well, Michael Myers didn't have as good a time as Sinead I will, had. I will say this, right? So, um, if you don't follow Sinead on socials, uh, you should do. Not in real life. Never follow anyone in real life, but you can follow Sinead Unless on you're Michael Myers. Unless you're Michael Myers. And... Um, she has done an exceptional job um, for her first kind of uh, Halloween decorating at her place. It, but at the same time, we've also got uh, the talented Mr. Ripley, who has also done a phenomenal job. He had some amazing um, projection Easy for you effects. to say. It is. He had some amazing projection effects on his house uh, last night, or, or maybe Saturday. Which included Ghostbusters, which was uh, it was almost a bit like um, Chris had, had done his own marathon of mayhem, but on his house instead of a lagoon because he doesn't have a lagoon. I'm sure he's got a lagoon in the ground. I think I think he's got a moat. As I say, if it rains too much, it becomes a lagoon. Yeah, yeah, it becomes a quagmire. But I, th- I think he has a moat. I'm sure he's definitely got a drawbridge. I used to go to school with him. Quagmire. Yeah. That explains explains a hell of a lot. Um, so, the show is pretty much the same. We are going to talk about stuff in the Disney parts. We're going to talk about stuff outside of Disney parts. Uh, and another thing that's not going to change, of course, is what are we drinking? Now, I am definitely going last tonight because I have got something um, special and also something I really don't want to drink, but I feel I've got to take one for the team. So, uh, P-Dubs, what are you drinking? Uh, following on from my holiday to Scotland, uh, I have got a can of Iron Brew. Ooh. And you can open that with your good arm, because uh, you fractured your shoulder blades. Yeah. Yep. He didn't use his hands to open that, that's all I'm saying. He, uh, P-Dubs, do you want to tell people how, you just told us, do you want to tell people how you yep. uh, fractured your shoulder blade? It's fun. Uh, I came off an electric scooter. Yep. Not a, an old people's one. Um, one of these mm, things these young kids we haven't are using. Seen it. We haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's bright yellow. 
but it won't be used again. Let me tell you that. <laughs> um, Ryan, what are you drinking? I've just got water. Yeah. Oh, what? Um, whatever, whatever. The artist formerly known as Craig. What are you drinking? <laughs> I, I'm slightly worse than Ryan. I've got mint tea. I tell you what, never, ever, ever, (laughs) ever accuse anybody of having a lady drink ever again, you absolute saddo. Mr. D, but fair. Uh, Mr. D, what are you drinking? I am just on the regular gin and tonic. There we are. I wish I was. Right, come on then. The big reveal. What is it? So, um, it was my son's... uh, birthday a couple of days ago so we had a little party for him and uh my my brother came along and uh his family um but they don't listen to the podcast only he does so um i'm only gonna give him the shout out sorry jess um and just as i was leaving he he ran towards the car oh i forgot to give you this and he has given me a can of um camden town brewery Love hate Marmite Ale. Ooh, fancy. What percentage? So, uh it's a four point eight. Uh it's a stubby stubby can. Stubby can. Um it is a bit like yourself. Yeah, it's hundred and forty two calories for the entire can. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming I won't be drinking this entire can. Um and it is a never pasteurized and unfiltered suitable for vegetarians and vegans. So oh, there you go. Come on. Give um, us a taste. Come on. Hang on, hang on. Let me just read this out. So it says here, uh, there's beer yeast in Marmite and there's Marmite in this beer. Brewed with pearl hops, same as our classic Hell's Lager, which is a good lager. I will give them that. Ready real Marmite along with... Toasted Pilsner and Munich Malt for a smoky, bready balance. So whether you love it or hate it, it works just as well as Marmite on toast. We'll toast to that. So uh, yeah, okay. Let's. Um, no, I, I have got a bit of. I've, I've had what P has had. Well, I, I had a cold. So although I'm over it now, uh, I'm still not completely back to normal. Um, smell. Smells a bit yeasty. Don't we all? That is actually not too bad. There um, you go. It is. It is. It, that is definitely like um, a session. No, no, not a session. The opposite of a session. Um, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be knocking um, all of those back. I think he bought a four pack of them. I think he could only buy them as like a multi pack, um, but. Yeah, that's 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 not bad. That's not actually as bad as I thought. It is almost the colour of Marmite as well. But uh yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Chris. Um you know I've drunk it now as well. So I'm sure I'll get through that for the rest of the show. Um but uh let's start as we mean to go on and have a look at all the stuff that's been going on in the parks. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. 
the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go on. Um, One that I brought up in our group um, and one that I know Nick would be excited about if we could get to the park. Um, and that is the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade once more um, at the Disneyland Resort at some point next year to celebrate its 50th anniversary. Back from the dead. Well, <laughs> Again. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's is, it is the attraction that doesn't want to die. But let's be honest, and I, I think I said this to you when you reported it, P-Dubs, this, this is the thing that will not die, despite <laughs> it being killed off at least every oh, day. Sold off. Yeah, um, it's died more times than Michael Myers in the Halloween films. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. I mean, I I can't I can't remember how many times we've we've said goodbye to it forever. And like you say, yeah. Dubs, you know, you've been able to buy the light bulbs, or um, even when they're not done that, you know, just the fact you know you'll never see this again. And then five years later, oh, it's back for a limited season. And it's pretty much gone around the entire world at this point. It's well, been in pretty much every park. I don't. So, it, it, they definitely had it in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's ever reached Shanghai or Hong Kong. No. But no. yeah, you know, Tokyo, um, World Land, and Paris have all seen it at some point. Yeah. So I mean, it's a cra- it is a cracking parade. Oh, it is. It's, it, it, it is. It, it's still enjoyable to watch. It's it's a Disney classic, isn't it? Yeah. That's the best parade for me. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Happiest memories watching that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, everything about it—the music, um, the the actual use of floats. Because if you, whenever you watch a Disney parade now, every float is based on some kind of IP, isn't it? And I was always obsessed, I don't know why, but um, with the snail yeah, that used to go around. I think because I used to like snails as a kid. But do you know what I mean? Like That, that ties into nothing. It's not from a Disney like cartoon or anything. But all the praise now... Did you show your love for snails as a kid? Was it like in art or did you just hang around with a gang of snails on the street corners? No, I just used to like finding them in the garden. And, Aww. you know, and I used to, um, if I ever saw one that was in danger of uh, of being crushed because, you know, they were on the footpath or something like that, I would pick them up and put them into uh, the soil. So they would live for another day. Still do that now, to be fair. 30 odd years on. Uh, how long before they resurrect Spectre Magic? Well, isn't that... Yeah, I think isn't that the one P Dubs that got ruined at Disneyland Paris? Yep, Disneyland Paris left it out in the elements and it fell apart. Yeah, so Spectrum Magic would would need a full uh, replacement 
So I don't think we'll ever see that again. Assuming they must have done almost a full replacement on this one, though. It's a bit like Trigger's broom, isn't it? Yeah, you could get the other one back as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it would just cost money. I mean, I suppose the, the thing yeah. with, with like, Main Street Electrical is if you've got the original floats or you've got some yeah, of whatever, like, you just, plans. You just, just replace plans, them. Really. Yeah. I think, I think it's a, it's a, it is one thing for me that Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World is, is, is missing at the minute. And I know we're talking Disneyland. I think it's, it's really good to see it back. But like, where's you know, bring Paint the Night over to Magic Kingdom, surely? I think that's yeah. where it's going. I mean, mm. but we've been saying that for what years now. Well, I've I've read a couple of articles in in recent weeks that says apparently it's it's the cost. That's why Disneyland don't run it. It costs too much to run. They built all these floats, but it's actually the the nightly cost for it that's that's put everybody off from running it and apparently Walt Disney World have been offered it multiple times and have said no because of the cost wow I wonder I wonder like why it costs more to to run because aren't the um isn't it all like LED lights and stuff yeah so you'd have thought it would have I mean, cost I guess less money it's another period I guess and <clears throat> so it's all the staff and you know, you need extra staff to manage the crowd. It's not just the people in the parade. It's all the people that manage the crowd and stuff like that. Mm. It's an it's an extra nighttime parade. They've got to break even with all the uh, <clears throat> hot dogs sold in Casey's Corners alone, surely. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's true. Quite possibly. I, I can see it being a pretty significant extra cost, though. It would be a nice thing to roll out for the 50th, though, wouldn't it, as part of that? Yeah. It would, yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I think it's a great, a great thing. But, but do we not like? Are you are you telling me that it costs that much more to run that than it does to run Main Street Electrical? I, I just don't understand no, how no, two separate parades can have that about the same. Yeah, I'm guessing they're both about the same cost. Or it's just it's just it is an extra parade, isn't it? It's on top of the daytime parade, and it's it's in addition to all the people that managed you know the fireworks and stuff like that it is probably i don't know i don't know how many people you're talking about but it's like probably oh, a run into, couple of hours run for 50 into, people you know yeah it'd run into a couple of hundred i would imagine with all the performers in the in the show as well as the yeah. the staff that come along with it yeah plus it, so, it goes out again to like even stretches out to the bus drivers and things because they have to put a load of buses out for when the parade mm. finishes yeah yeah so you know, I'm I'm sad that they're not done. I wish they would, but I can't imagine it does cost. It's an incremental cost that they they feel they don't need. But you know, I think it is one of the things that makes Disney Park special. There's a live entertainment. So I've maybe. always been always more of a fan of the nighttime parade. I think they just work better yeah, than yeah. the daytime ones. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I've, I've got so many good memories of seeing both. The Main Street Electrical and um, Spectro Magic at Magic Kingdom. And mm. I think the nighttime parade really is something special that you just don't see in any other theme park. Well, what would be good then? It, here's an idea for Disney because I know that Bob will be listening. Um, yeah. You know, what if you alternated it and had the daytime parade one day and then the nighttime parade the next day? Get people coming back. Yeah. Get people coming back. It would give them, you know, more variety it's another thing it's a popular thing you sell lots of light up merch at night 
Okay, Bob, get on it. Just have it as get, a ticket to the right event. On that. No, Craig, no. I'd pay $150. No, no, we know you would. We know you would, but... Nick, so edit paint, that out. Paint the Night, paint the night has been um, mothballed since 2018. Yeah, so wow. it just sat there. Yeah, they I mean, put all that effort into building it, and well, it's not, it's not it's even that, is it? It's not even the effort that's been put into making it. It's um, the cost that it costs to make it, right? So, you, I mean, I don't know. Let, let's say uh, they spent half a million pounds. I've got no idea. Let's say they spent half a million quid on it, right? You've just got that asset sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, that that's ludicrous to me. It's just. Ugh. Thing is, though, like, Main Street Electrical was the first parade I ever saw in a Disney Park. And, I, I, you know, I, I think if that was, and like you said, Ryan, as well, you know, seeing it, you know, at a young age, I think, you know, if that, if that was your first experience of a parade, like, n- nothing comes close. You never see um, anything like that in, in theme parks anywhere else. It was such a special thing. I mean, being gutted when they first took it away from Disneyland Paris, mm. and then it came back for a little bit, and you know, it, as as P Dub said, kind of does a tour <laughs> in other places. But um, yeah. you know, it is just something so magical that you don't, and that, and that's one thing that Disney should really kind of promote a bit more. I think is those things that you you just don't get anywhere else, like. I know I know the rides are different at Disney compared to other theme parks, but you know, they their roller coasters aren't as um explosive. They're not as uh frightening or, or as big or as fast. You know, they, they do stuff good in other ways, but you know, you can go to other theme parks and experience better rides in some instances, but you can't get those experiences like those parades. And everyone can enjoy those plays. Yeah. Whereas not everyone can can go on roller coasters. Not everyone can enjoy every ride at the parks. Whereas parades mm. is something that you just see everyone at the park come together, and everyone's having a great time watching those. Especially yeah. the nighttime ones. I think there's there's definitely something more magical watching watching the nighttime ones. Yeah. yeah. So. Bob Chipet, get on it every yeah. other night. Okay, just alternate. So, um, do we know yet, P Dubs, how long it's going to be for, or they just that it's going no. to be next year? They literally just teased it. They posted a TikTok video of the snail being, being brought out of the warehouse uh, and just said to be continued, and that was it. That was literally all they said. <laughs> was it like a giant Nick hand bringing it out of the warehouse? <laughs> It's actually the Schind- Schindler's List plane. It's it's actually uh, it's actually a toy. So it wasn't my big hand. It was just a very small replica. <laughs> it's a McDonald's ocean. Happy Meal to celebrate. Uh. Well, I remember years and years ago. I think I think it may have been when it was having its farewell at Magic Kingdom. They did um, a model of the Main Street Electrical Parade that was like. Um, is it Ola, Ola Seski? Yes. Is that the, is that yeah. the, the, the glass, yeah. 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 The sort of miniatures, yeah. Yeah. The little miniatures of the theme parks and stuff. 
Yeah, because I've got the um, I've got Cinderella's Castle that mm. they made, which was I mean it's it was big and heavy and expensive, um, but it's it's mm. very detailed. Um, and they did one the Main Street Electrical Parade, which was great, but um, the shipping was just so. I think the shipping was almost as much as as the model was, so I never got it. I was gutted because uh, uh, I really liked it, and it had um, I think it had all the parade floats actually, if I remember. But um, yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe Pete, I've read it wrong. Maybe he's just uh, some Happy Meal toys or something. <laughs> oh, you know what? Here's I what I did. The... Go on. Ryan. I was going to say I found it interesting that the announcement for this came straight after the day where loads of and loads of annual pass holders in Disneyland were complaining about the new system and then Disney got a ton of bad press from from people that day and then the next day they just turned it around with this announcement are you trying to suggest that this was a cynical ploy to get people back on side Ryan <sighs> would it would I would I <laughs> Um, Chapek, if you're still listening, you haven't tuned out yet. Um, here's an idea for you. Well, he's a Patreon. He'll be listening to this one. Oh, he'll be listening to it early, earlier than anyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, how about this remote control um, models that you can play with at home, light up in the dark? There you go. How about that? Um, yes. Anyone want to go next? Remote control parade. I think they pretty much are remote control anyway. The real yeah, ones. Yeah, but we could do it. The, the the viewers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the, yeah. That's the idea. You could um, have the snail. Well, it'd be the first one I buy, obviously. I'm not. I'm not nuts. Just you legging it out into the car park with the snail following you. <laughs> be free. Be free, snail. Be free. Um, um. Who who wants to go next? I take one that um. On the, I don't know if anyone saw the clip from the Stephen Colbert show last week. Um, I, I haven't was, seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. He was ha- basically taking a dig at Disney for not bringing back the um, p- car parking trams. Mm. And he renamed one of the um, parking lots the uh, Simba's Boiling Asphalt Stroll. <laughs> and basically just saying, look, come on, you can afford it. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, you know the park's basically at full capacity now people are parking you know it's not as if they're only using the front part of the parking lot anymore everyone is way back there are people yeah sure most people can probably walk in but there are people that can't that aren't disabled um you know would like to walk it and it, for me it's just like when is this when are they returning it's just ridiculous well, isn't it they're coming back to disneyland anyway yeah, they are coming back to Disneyland. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but they've only just they've only just put up the parking, massively increased the parking cost at Disneyland, and at the minute the trams aren't running. So mm. you were paying, I think it was twenty five dollars. You're now paying forty dollars yeah. park, and the um, the trams aren't running. So you're paying forty dollars, and then you've got to walk. You could sponsor you mean, them. Uh, you get should them be walking anyway. by, by Uber, couldn't they? And when you get on the tram, you'd all have to sign into Uber and pay. <laughs> Craig, Gosh, please the, stop. Shared ride. Shared yeah, yeah, ride. Yeah. I feel like Craig's only on here to suggest ways that Disney can rinse more money out of us. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. I, I, think, think, he's, I think he's Bob Chapek's love child. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching the, the Disney Plus um, 
attraction show recently. Someone, I can't remember who it was, compared said basically that this is the first ride of the park. And it made me think about it, actually, when I was a kid. And we, you know, before I started staying on site, and we used, obviously used to park in the parking lots and get on, get on the tram, it genuinely was a huge, like, exciting part of the day growing up. Like, where else do you see it? There, literally nowhere else that you park and you get on another vehicle to yeah. get to the entrance. Yeah. So, like, uh, but I remember house. as a kid, it Especially did feel like a ride. A vehicle like that, which is a tractor, effectively. And then you've got a cast member on the back, and some of them are hilarious. Yeah. It's all part of it. Yeah. But again, that's that's another thing that you, you don't get. I mean... The first time I went to Disney World, I stayed off site, so I didn't experience that really. Like I, I, I experienced the monorail, which again is, is something else that people obviously talk about. Um, but one of my highlights when I went back and stayed on the site was actually going on the Disney buses. Not yeah. at the end of the night when it's really, really busy, but you, you know, like just going on there and having the spiel and. You know, having that voiceover welcoming you. You know, it's just it's just all those things that add to the experience. Mm. It's just part of it. I mean, loads yeah. of times I can remember like leaving the parks late at night, like eleven o'clock at night. Everybody's tired. You know, kids have fallen asleep, and you're on on the bus, and the lights go out. It's all dark. Everybody's happy. You know, going back to your hotel. It's great. So it is part of the experience. So have but, uh, um, have Disney fired any, anything back, Ryan, uh, about this? No, I mean Disneyland is they are coming back, but I mean Disney World's been open for more than reopened for more than a year, and still no kind of tram service from the parking lot is pretty shocking. I think you got to wonder how much it's how much is that they're trying to save money and how much is that they just don't have enough staff. I mean, yeah. everywhere is looking for you know. I don't know what happened to everybody. Where did everybody go? You know. I mean, but everybody is recruiting. Everybody's looking for staff. I mean, it's just the same in the UK, you know? Every time you walk past a cafe or a restaurant or a bar, there's a sign in a window, you know, recruiting staff. Where did everybody go? Well, I, don't, like, I, I, can t- I can answer that. Actually. It's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Craig, we've got to talk about that for Todd on a, on a Patreon show. Um, no, the really, if, if you want to, like, really dig down into where these people have gone. First of all, they got rid of a load of staff, right? That that was the first thing. They got rid of a load of staff. Now, what people did, and this is globally, this isn't just an American thing, this isn't just a UK thing, this has happened in multiple countries. What people have done at that time is kind of re-evaluate life yeah. and the value of things. And, and we know... I mean, we reported on here the stories of cast members sleeping in cars because they weren't making enough money to be able to, you know, rent a flat or something, right? So, you know, Disney are not good payers traditionally. You know, in that time that they've been furloughed from Disney or or, or let go from Disney, those people have probably found better paying jobs. And the other thing as well, going back to the competition, you know, you hear, uh, especially in America, companies like, mcdonald's that are you know giving people a thousand pound as a starting bonus for taking a job with them because they're so desperate mm-hmm. to get people in so there's there's a weird kind of uh a diagram going around i suppose of you know people that need jobs 
or, mm. or or companies that need you know new employees because they've they've let them go and they haven't come back and people going for either completely new jobs or working for other companies because they're going to get paid more mm. money and they'll be able to have a better life because of it so mm. and the, the problem is is that they're not you know a lot of companies aren't catching up to this they're not turning around saying well instead of paying people you know ten dollars an hour maybe we should try paying them like fifteen dollars an hour maybe that will entice them but do you know what i mean like that then mm-hmm. a lot of people are, still aren't picking this up so they're saying that we're we're crying out for staff but if you can go and work somewhere else for more money you're going to go and do that didn't they mm. just leave them in the in the back of a car park just all parked up there isn't a big shed somewhere with them all in, isn't there? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess there probably is like a garage or something. Or Where they maintained? Would they looked after in the Florida weather? Do you know what I mean? Would they turned over every day? Would they serviced? But I think, I mean, all direct. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they would have done. I mean, they were quite good when they closed the parts down. Of you know, they had issues with food, didn't they? They had issues of food uh, that was you know wasn't going to survive. Um, so getting those to shelters and you know to charities to be able to use or local restaurants. Um, but you could be right. But to be honest, Mister, I think you made a comment. You know, was it? Um, is it money saving or is it? Um, not having enough staff. I think it's probably a bit of both. Disney obviously mm. want to to save money where they can, and if this is somewhere they yeah. think they can, they will. But also, yeah. um, you you know, let's just say that they've lost ten percent of their workforce from before the pandemic to now. You mm. have to decide where you want your staff to be, and that's right. Yeah, you're not very either, are they? No. No, because they, they were massive petrol. diesel engines or petrol engines. Is it biodiesel? Is it mm. do you know what I mean? They're big gas guzzlers, them. Yeah. yeah, not a very green company if you're bombing around in them, are you? Well, yes. I mean, you could say this, say the same about keeping the Tomorrowland Speedway open, to be fair. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, shut that down as well. That's to be sponsored by Tesla straight away. Yeah. Don't they run on, don't they run on the uh, the chip fat or something? Maybe um, they do, yeah, maybe. I think they do. I'm not saying that's particularly. That's why um, I'm always environmentally on friendly. But when I get on I one, it, I think that's what it is. It's a strategy. <laughs> it emits, it emits French fry oil, and and here's another rumor: the the fleet of trams. The reason why they haven't recommissioned them is they're putting fairy lights on them. It's the new electrical parade. <laughs> they're just going to drive them straight through the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> stick it, stick a character on what one character on each one. Job done. Yeah. A trauma princesses and we'll be fine. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like the way that the first story we had was uh Disneyland and the second story well actually I suppose they're both Disneyland, right? But um I, I shared a story earlier, I don't know if anyone saw it, about uh, Shanghai. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and this is a sign of the times. Uh, due to a reported positive case of COVID, they have uh, stopped letting people into the theme park. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was last night. They um, <laughs> they found this positive case and shot the park down with thirty four thousand people in it, and didn't let them out. So when you say positive case, how you know what does that mean? I mean, somebody in the park who had COVID yeah. or. 
because you know it's a disease you, you can get it anywhere I mean it's everywhere this yeah, is China's you know rules though yeah it's yeah. not down to Disney it was it's what's mm. been dictated to them by the Chinese government if they find that they have a positive case right. in it's the resort home. then that's it everything shuts down um so yeah, they had to test all thirty-four thousand people, oh, and then ferried them out on two hundred and twenty buses. Apparently, that's where all the trams have gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all, all there. Um, there we know. Yeah, it's um, it's it's uh, it's very strange. Um, hmm. But yeah, as Pete said, it's it's more to do with um, the actual um, rules that are in China because. You know, obviously, every country's dealing with it a bit differently. Um, can you, can you imagine, can you imagine the carnage if they did that in the US? They shut down, especially Disney World. They shut down Magic Kingdom with eighty thousand people in it and said, "You're not getting out until you've had a COVID test." Sorry, You're it would right. be, it would be like that scene. Shoot the way out, wouldn't he? <laughs> it would be, it'd be like that scene in World War Z where they're yeah. all. Yeah. Basically, creating human ladders to climb over the fences. Yeah. Good luck, good luck, son. There, <laughs> um, they had the electric scooters up to full power, trying to get through the <laughs> gate. Apparently, on the outside, when this when this uh, was was discovered, they had sixty thousand people queuing up to have a test. Ooh. Wow! So, yeah, that's. I mean. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm not. Fam- I wasn't familiar with um, with the current situation in in China, what the rules were, and everything like that. But if you're going to, if the rules are that strict, it almost makes you wonder why they're even open. You know, yeah. one one person that tests positive, and they don't even. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't appear to me that they. That they they stop the person going into the parts. It seemed, you know, from what I can read, and obviously this a lot of this is translated, but it appears that they discovered a person was positive after they let them in. So how do you how do you locate that person afterwards when you've got that many, you know, thirty or thousand people in there as well? It's just nuts. I mean, but presumably, like that, really, they're pushing vaccines in China. I mean, that well, I know they are. Like you can't. How long can you keep going on like that? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, oh, I'm not saying our strategy is particularly great, but no, I mean, there's <laughs> one end to the other, one extreme to the other, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I get it that we are now, um, you know, we are now approaching flu season. Um, both me and P Dubs have had colds, um, so oh, it's, you know, it's the other thing you get this summer year as well in general so you know I, i'm assuming that they're predicting there's going to be a spike of some sorts even with uh vaccines being rolled out um but yeah i i, I just think that you need to manage things better if if you're if that's how you're going to play the game it just sounds like you're you're waiting for something to go drastically drastically wrong if that's what you're going to do but uh but there you go um I'm trying to think. Uh, Ryan, have you got anything that you, uh, had caught your eye? Yeah, the other thing that I had um, was I just think everyone needs to just go go away and Google this. The new Chicken Strip Club 
uh, it's made its debut at the Main Street Bakery in Disney World. This chicken stripping. Yeah. Chicken strip club. They're already naked. It's the worst $11 you'll spend in Disney World. Laying eggs everywhere. It's two, if you can call them chicken strips, with lettuce and tomato in a hoagie roll. No sauce. And even the positive Disney fans that say Disney can do no wrong have said this is one of the worst things they've ever had on property. You're telling me a Disney vlogger has said that that is not the best meal that they've just had today, ever. Well, okay, maybe not vloggers included in that, but... Mm. And where was it, sorry? Uh, The Main Street Bakery. Main Street Bakery. See, I saw saw a picture of this yesterday, Ryan, funnily enough. This is something that picked up on on my Twitter feed. I thought it was in Starbucks. Is it? Yeah. It is Starbucks. Oh, of course it's Starbucks, Starbucks now, no. isn't it? Yeah. 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 Such an amateur day. <laughs> Not been since there's been a Starbucks. Um, but, I mean, it it looked pitiful. It did look pitiful. It I know... looks so dry. And I, I know yeah. theme park food can be, you know, a bit hit and miss, but, I mean, charging $11 for that, plus tax, of course. Yep. I, it just seemed like madness to me. I couldn't believe they were trying to get away with it. Yeah, it's just just an absolute, uh, an absolute insult. Yeah. Um, so, at least there's one to avoid. <laughs> but I will say one one positive story because I, I appreciate both of mine have been negative. Um, the Disney Fab Fifty golden statues that they've got in Disney World, which I think look fantastic, they are now selling them as um, ornaments on Shop Disney, at least in America right now. But hopefully they they make their way over to the UK. We've we've had a fair bit over here actually. I've been I've been surprised at just how much we've had. Um, yeah. And maybe this was part of the trade off um, for nearly you know ninety eight percent of our Disney stores closing in Europe. Um, but yes, you you actually stole something I had on my list as well. Um, you wouldn't want all fifty though, would you? You you can't you can't buy all fifty. So oh, thank goodness. At the moment, there are four different packs, and yeah. three of them have five statues, and one has four. But they are all priced at uh, forty nine ninety nine. So you're paying what ten dollars. Ish, uh, per I mean, I'm I'm just thankful that if they do make it into the UK, that Rocket and Figment are in the same pack. <laughs> so it's only one you've got to buy. Yeah, um, I'll I'll be honest, Ryan. Um, I I think these look quite tacky. I I think the um, when I've seen the photos of them in the parks, I, I quite like them, but as ornaments, I don't think uh, maybe it's that you know because you know there'll be lower res images than uh you know what you'd actually see in real life but i don't think they look that great yeah i've, I've zoomed in on one on shop disney and i think it looks i think it looks all right but I'm, i wouldn't hit buy on 50 dollars seeing someone actually show me one of the th- ornaments up close like i do agree with you i think it's a really good idea though but fifty dollars is excessive when you like 
Yeah, God, I remember when you'd buy like five five ornaments in Disney for like twenty five dollars, if that. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember how much. The last ornaments I bought, um, I think was it was it when we went down there, Craig. I think down to Disney Springs, and I bought the um, the haunted mansion bus as uh, as Christmas ornaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't think, I think they were probably about twenty, twenty five dollars or something. I don't think they were as expensive as as these ones are. Um, but I mean, Craig, you know, you you love uh, Christmas decorations. I know you haven't seen all of these, but how does this sound to you? Do you think you'd spend fifty dollars on a, five ornaments? Um. For the right Christmas decorations, yeah, specifically Christmas decorations. Not for, I'm not a fan of Disney ornaments, really, and I'm not a fan of these golden statues in the parks. I think they're shocking. Oh, no, but, they're really good. No, they're, 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 they're just cheap and they're tacky and they're dull and they're boring. And... No, I'm not having that. If you look at the Joe Gardner one, it is incredible. The freaking else, Joe Gardner. From oh. Seoul. Oh, who cares? <laughs> it's just another... It's just, no, it's, it's golden statues. Is that all you could think of? See, I'm I, had this, I think I, I may have even been on, not this show, the old show, where I said they looked like they 3D printed them and they looked crap. But when I they actually when I actually saw them in the park, not obviously in person, um, I thought they were a lot more detailed than they were going to be. So I was I was reasonably impressed with them, but I think that's that's part of the problem, Ryan. Because, and again, maybe it's because they're like lower res uh, images, but the detailing is missing once they've shrunk that down. On some of them, at least. Like I don't. I'm looking at the Coco one, and I'm looking at the Coco statue, and it looks very bland in comparison. Like a lot of details seems to be missing. Yeah, no, I do see what you mean. But they've done something a bit more. Like we had lamb bananas in 2008, which was painted lambs, which was half lamb and half banana. And all. Artists... Well, hang, hang, hang. hang on. What? We had lamb bananas all through Liverpool, and you had to go and visit them. There was hundreds of them all through the city. It's capital culture. Because we, we had a lamb banana statue. Half lamb, half banana. Right? <laughs> now, they yeah, had vinyl like nations. They had vinyl nations at Disney. And they could have had giant vinyl nations celebrating 50 years of the parks, all through the parks, 50 of them. Big, big vinyl nations. That, and then you could buy them vinyl nations. But, uh, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not against. You're not allowed to be against anything anymore because everyone gets upset. But um, the gold things don't do it for me. If I'm being honest, which I am. Uh, I, my other issue with these as well is this is to celebrate the 50th anniversary. Yeah, so, go away. Yeah, they're, they're, they're of a time. And I don't think they're going to be... I'm not saying they're going to be as uh, unfondly remembered as the birthday cake castle was. But I don't think... Or the big wand on the top of Spaceship Earth. I love the big wand on Spaceship Earth. Um, but yeah, how long I, before we're, we're watching a Disney vlogger getting every golden statue 
in one vlog. <sighs> well, once they're all available, I suppose. Because at the moment, I think there's only about 20. I'm I'm 19. starting to, honestly, I'm, I'm just, I'm related entirely. I think Liverpool needs this culture title taken away from it. I've just Googled oh, lamb bananas. Like, what is going on? Don't don't worry, Ryan. The city of culture in this country now is Hull. <laughs> there you go. Oh, dear. Can't polish a teard. <laughs> you definitely can't. Um, Mr. D, uh, was there anything in the parks that uh, tickled your fancy? Uh, um, well, obviously, Disney Plus is, um, is live now. Starting to get some feedback on that. Um, sounds like um, there's still a bit of tweaking that needs to be done. Um, doesn't seem like it's um, well. Doesn't seem like it's totally geared toward guest satisfaction. Seems like it's more geared towards redistributing people throughout the park, whether that's what they want to do or don't want to do. But it is early days yet, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I've also heard people saying it. It's you know, there's quite a big emphasis on suggesting places where you can go and spend money, whether that's to buy merch or to, to eat. Um, again, I think uh, I think that needs to be tweaked. But, uh, it is working, it is live. I don't think it's crashed. I think from a from an operational point of view, it's working. I'm just not sure it's working as well as guests would like it to work. I, I've been surprised, actually, with the um the lack of vitriol uh from from people now that it's launched you know a lot of people and we obviously discussed it as well when it was first announced you know that the sky was falling it was the end of days you know this was the worst thing that could possibly happen and since it's i think it's is it two weeks i think it's two weeks tomorrow as we record this episode it's, yeah, it's been it's live fine. and mm-hmm. it's been fairly quiet and the only like you said there, Mr. I think the only negative is that I've not heard about the pushing people towards eating or uh, places they could buy merch, but um, it, it seems to be a bit dodgy on recommend, you know, recommending uh, rides you want to go to based on your preferences and yeah. the times that they're advertising. Neither yep. seem to be working very well, so it might suggest you a ride that wasn't on your wish list or uh wasn't one that you you had, had said that you were interested in um mm. and also the timings don't seem to to match up which has always been a a, a disney problem anyway hasn't it mm. so yeah but the, yeah. i'm not so seeing it, people complain about the queues as much as i expected um yeah yeah i think i think probably got to see it for a longer period of time really and mm. as I say, they, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're optimizing it and tweaking it, and you know, going to be going to be making changes. But I'm surprised that they didn't skew it initially more towards guest satisfaction rather than, you know, quite obviously just pushing people to the quieter parts of the park, which obviously are the less popular attractions. Um, you know, that will be quite obvious to people, I would think, 
And if you've paid money for Genie Plus and it's pushing you towards attractions that you know are easy to get on, especially early in the day, beginning of the beginning of the day when the park is maybe a little bit quieter and it's a good time to be trying to knock off some of the bigger rides, then you know that seems like a, a bit of a mess. And I, I like I said, I would have thought that initially when they know everybody's going to be you know, watching it very, very carefully and reporting on it and spreading the initial word. I mean, that reputation is going to stick with it for quite some time. You would have thought that they they would have maybe tweaked it towards trying to get people on the rights that they want to to be on, even if that that was slightly at the expense of dining locations, merchandise and the less popular attractions, but they don't seem to have done that. So, no. Time will tell. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's the waiting game now, really. And I know we know some people that are going to be going back um, before this year is out um, to Disney World. So, it'll be interesting to um, hear their experiences once they uh, they've been able to. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's all we can do. Um, was there anything else from you? Uh, I mean, and again, things are starting to get back to normal. There's, you know, um, concierge level at four of the hotels, four of the resorts is is opening back up again. That's just another another kind of sign of normality returning, but it's still happening slowly, and you know, there's still some things that are missing. Obviously, things like dining plans are still missing because. All the restaurants are fully up and running yet. But anyway, Cub Level is going to reopen at Polynesian Yacht Club and Beach Club Resorts. Um, so that's good. Yeah. And obviously it's, it's Christmas as well now because we've got to the 1st of November. So it's it's Christmas. They've decorated the parts for Christmas and the gingerbread houses and things like that are starting to go up. Yep. Yeah, I was going to mention the gingerbread houses actually. Um, mm-hmm. because as you say, they, they are, um, so the, uh, the traditional one at the grand flow is going to be, um, available between the 10th of November and January the 1st. Um, the, mm-hmm. uh, gingerbread carousel at beach club is going to be available between the 1st of November and the 2nd of January. Um, and the... Um, American Adventure Rotunda is going to be available from the 26th of November to the 30th of December. I don't think I've ever I'd ever heard of that one before. Has anyone seen that at the American Adventure? No, I don't think so. It's no, like a, really so. It, it looks like a little gingerbread uh, model village. All right. To be fair, I do tend to avoid the American Adventure. I've never been. No, oh, it's You're good. Not. It's a good show. Well, if you like one view of history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, <laughs> it's, very, it's very American centric, but it's still it's still well done. It's still a good show. Yeah. I quite enjoy it. I it's not the sort of thing. I like it. Yeah, it's not the sort of thing I necessarily do every trip, but every couple of every couple of years, it's all right. It's good. Uh, and the voices of Liberty are are good. Yeah, well, worth a watch. 
very talented performers. Oh yeah, they are great. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. It's it's great if you can catch them on the stage outside and not have to go into the attraction though. Yeah, that is that is one thing. Um, P Dubs, was there anything else from you? No, nothing else from me. I think we pretty much covered everything that I'm aware of. Uh, well, the only thing, and this is this is um, kind of breaking news, but um, this does relate to our other podcast, um, that Disneyland Paris podcast, of course, um, which is that uh, the Tower of Terror currently has no pre-show in Disneyland Paris. It hasn't had for a while. Has it not? No, not since they reopened. That's the first Same as. Same as Mission Breakout. Mission Breakout doesn't have a pre-show either. Huh. You just go straight through to the boarding. Hmm. I've not done. I don't. I don't know if you had either. Had you done the the new version of the Tower of Terror where we had the three different stories? No. So I don't know how that changed the pre-show. If it even uh, changed the pre-show. I don't think it did. I think it was exactly the same. Right. Um, mm. But yeah, they, they cut out Mission Breakout's pre-show as well due to COVID ever since the parks have reopened. Wow. It's not been a, it's not been around. Likewise, for a while, they did the same with Haunted Mansion, that the stretching room, you just walk straight through it. I suppose it depends on the, the layout, doesn't it? Because if you've got yeah. a, a version where you've got to go down, like in Paris, then you can't skip it. No. Paris put in plexiglass to split everyone out hmm. for Haunted Mansion. No, Phantom Manor even. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more uh, about that and listen to someone who actually knows what they're talking about, then uh, Peter's will be joining me over there. Um, anything else, Ryan, Mr. D? I don't think there's anything else for me. No, don't think so. I mean, yeah, no, not specifically Disney, no. Okay. Well, in that case, let's go and have a look at what's going on outside the parks. Okay, so I'm going to start with you, Mr. D, because you were, you were, you were kind of like on the edge. Mm-hmm. I teased something. you there. Yeah. Yeah. Please okay. don't tease me anymore. So- so it was. Um, it was. It was just that the uh, the US about four or five days ago um, announced their new rules for international air travel into the country. And obviously, as we record today, it's the beginning of November, and on the eighth of November, so a week today, um, the it will be possible to to travel to the United States from the United Kingdom or Europe or. Um, I won't read them in detail, but it's kind of what you it's kind of what you would expect. Um, you know, you should be fully vaccinated, and there's some definitions about what what that means. And you need to be tested if you're fully vaccinated. You need to be tested um, at three days or less before uh, you depart. And you've got to be able to show that that's obviously a negative test. Um, and then if you're not fully vaccinated, uh, that test needs to be conducted 
within a day of of departure. Um, and then it, it talks about the different um, vaccines that are accepted. And from a personal point of view, you know, I was interested to see that AstraZeneca is, is on the list because there was a question when uh, international travel was first uh, announced that, you know, AstraZeneca originally was never um, authorised in the US, it was it was not a US vaccine, and so would people who had AstraZeneca be allowed in? And it, it looks like they will. It looks like um, UK National Health Service COVID pass will be acceptable proof of vaccination. Uh, European Union digital COVID certificate will also be um, acceptable. So. If you want to know the details, you can you can find it on the CDC website, um, and I'm guess it'll be on other places as well. But it's good news in a week's time. You know, we should be able to to go back to our happy place. Yeah, the only thing that, um, and this doesn't obviously apply to the US, but I've seen um, a lot of people going to France who have had a test that's come back negative. But it's flagged up on the on their system as a positive, and they've been made to take another test again, so they've actually been delayed. Um, this was, I, I don't, I, I hadn't seen anyone talk about this on Eurostar, but definitely on um, the Euro Tunnel where you drive your car over. Um, I've probably seen about ten people, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't see everybody that, that talks about these things. Um, and so I'm, I'm. I don't know if that's a French system. I, I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's like a European system or an, a, you know a global system or whatever. Um, but that's the only thing that kind of um, worries me at the moment. That you might have had your might have been given a thumbs up, but their system says no. So I mean, no one, no one missed out on their holiday. They just you know had to had to wait for. The result to be uh, verified, and they were allowed to to travel. Um, but I wonder if we're going to see a similar situation when we um, open up the the borders. But like you said, it's good about AstraZeneca because that was um, one of the uh, most frequently distributed vaccines. I think it still is, um, but I don't. I don't think it was ever FDC approved. Is that the American CDC? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, FDA, CDC, FDA, FDA is, oh, FDA. is the right. uh, American authorization. They've basically, with the new announcement, said, "Look, we know the US doesn't govern every country on the world, so yeah. we're going to bring in all of these other." Basically, I think any vaccine that's been approved by the World Health Organization mm-hmm. is being accepted. Right. And so, if you're in the UK, I mean, it is worth getting the NHS COVID app. Mm. Because you can, you know, if you sign up for an NHS account, you can have your COVID passport on there effectively. And all your test results are on there as well. So that will be proof of vaccination. It even, I, I had to use mine for the first time the other day. I went to the theatre. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about city of culture, Craig. I yeah. had to use a vaccine passport to go to a theatre. Um, yeah. I, I, I used it for a live event a couple of months ago. Yeah. Same thing. But I was actually able to add it to my Apple wallet. 
so I had the NHS mm-hmm. app, but I also had the pass in my in my Apple Wallet. So um, just showed it. They scanned it. Said, "Yep." Yeah. It also tells you when it's valid till. So my my current uh, vaccine passport, as it were, I know it's not that uh, official, um, but is valid until the beginning of de- of December, which I guess is when I'm going to need to get a, a booster or whatever. So um, yeah, but it's 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 handy to have that on you um, if you mm. haven't got it already. Um, it's obviously a free app. takes takes uh, about five minutes to set up, and then uh, takes a few hours um, to actually get it all uh, verified on their system and it showing up in your app. But once it's shown up in your app, then you've you've got it. So uh, makes things a bit easier if you can yeah. uh, do that. Um, unfortunately, people with Nokia phones, I don't think you you have that option, but. Uh, anyone with something a bit more modern you're fine um i'm actually surprised you said that mr d because i thought you might have talked about the uh the recent updates to the cruise is being delayed again uh no i haven't seen that i haven't picked up on that no yeah What's the, um the cdc confirms an extension of cruise cruise ship restrictions into 2022 mm, well so i That's think bad. Yeah, I think originally it was up and it was up to the thirtieth of October. Oh no, no, they they announced it was the thirtieth of October. Um, but they've extended the um existing order into January twenty twenty two. Okay. So I don't, I don't think they're fully shut. I think it's more that they've still just got big restrictions on what they can and can't do. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. And that's 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 affecting everybody. That's not just that's obviously not Disney being targeted. That's that's all of those different mm. cruise companies uh, as yeah. well. Um, mm. But the wish is is due to take its maiden voyage in June next year. So hopefully that will all be um, lifted and back to normal by that time. So yeah. Uh, P Dubs, anything from you? Yeah, sticking with, with DCL and, as you mentioned, the Disney Wish taking its inaugural uh, cruise next summer, um, comes the announcement of uh, Avengers Quantum Encounter, uh, their new dining experience aboard the Disney Wish. Mm. Um, the, dis- the description is, the show will follow Ant-Man and the Wasp as they host a presentation of the most powerful superhero technologies in the world, including a hands-on demonstration of the latest and greatest PimTech. But when Ultron turns up with an army of robot sentries eager to take control of this world-changing technology, Ant-Man and the Wasp will need all the help they can get to save the day. Calling on Captain America, Captain Marvel, and even the brave diners of the Disney Wish for backup. (laughs) Um, So, as it says in that description, uh, there will be appearances from Captain America, Captain Marvel, uh, and Ultron. We will see Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Anthony Mackie, and some... Uh, reprise their roles from the movies, as well as Kerry Condon, who uh, plays the voice of Friday um, across the films, uh, and the return of uh, Ross Marquand um, as Ultron, which he portrayed in the two-part finale of What If. Oh, so he's he's just uh, voice actor for hire now. Yeah, he's basically the go-to <laughs> villain voice for Marvel now. Yeah. Having previously taken over the Red Skull, yeah, in the uh, in the last Avengers, uh, yeah, I mean it's 
it, it sounds quite good. I don't really know what that all means. And I guess no. we won't until it actually starts. But the fact that they've been able to um, get those people, you know, the main actors back uh, yep. to, to voice the characters or make appearances is, is obviously a good thing. Including one who didn't come back in What If? Who? In Brie Larson. Of course she didn't, know. No, although I don't think Anthony Mackie was in What If either, was he? Um, but, but, but like yes, because he was. he was in one episode, I think. Oh, hang on. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, okay. But yes, yeah. Brie Larson uh, did not come back to do Captain Marvel. That is that is very true. No. Who made multiple appearances? With, although to be fair, I didn't notice. I no, I can't remember who did her voice, but um, she did a good job. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. Uh, and I suppose also in Marvel news, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has officially started filming. Yep. And now. um Has that the ride should be filming finished or? now. Well, that's well they said they were doing they were doing the the, the ride first. Right, that's that's what so, I was leading up to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they they were working on the ride first. They needed that footage first. As we all know, it's meant to be opening about nine months. Yep. So um yeah, they were they were filming that first. Um I'm not sure whether they're doing volume three first or whether they're doing the holiday special first after that. Oh. Yeah. Also the Guardians of the Galaxy video game has just come out. Oh mm. here Ryan comes with his video game chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, is it's it, relevant. Is it any good though? Because I never picked up Avengers because it looked really daft. And then the reviews came out and said it's really duff. But I've not seen, um, I've not seen that the same happen with Guardians. Yeah, I, I'm enjoy- I'm really enjoying it so far. It's, I mean, it's no Spider Man. No, but it's it's a good storyline so far, and yeah, I'm keen to see where it, where it goes. So I think it's definitely worth picking up. And I think a lot of reviewers were like, "Oh, this is." Surprising, it's not hmm. bad. Yeah, I saw the same thing. It looks a bit odd, though. The graphically, I mean, it's not characters don't look like the movie. I guess they're more comic book, are they? Uh, yeah, they are more comic book. They, it's there's a lots like, of different costumes you can choose, like you can collect and choose, though. So, I've just found Groot's look from the original Guardians movie. So you can make them look like at least wearing the same stuff that they do for the movies. Mm. The, basically, the long and short of it, Mr. D, is just like the Avengers game that came out last year. It's cheaper for them to make video games about these characters than it is to try and secure the rights uh, of the likenesses of the actors portraying those characters. So yeah. it was very obvious in Avengers, they kind of looked a little bit like what you'd seen in the films but different enough that they, they weren't and obviously did, didn't have the voice actors yeah. back uh, for that reason as well. So, in fact, I can't... I'm trying to think, Ryan. You might know. Can you remember the, when the last Marvel movie video games were? Were they like Iron Man and Thor and that when they first came out? I think. I don't think they were voiced by them then. I think No, but I think yeah. they had the likeness... 
I think they had the yeah, likenesses of the actors, but possibly. Not, not the voices. I mean, it's difficult to tell because I think Iron Man was still like late PS2, early PS3, maybe. Um, uh, I had no. It's gonna be later it's, than it's that because I had it on. I had it on Xbox 360. I want to say so. Yeah, so it would have been 360 PS3. Yeah. Um, but they and I, mean, I the remember them being licensed, it. like officially mm. licensed, which you know most Marvel games aren't. Well, licensed by Marvel, but what I mean is not by the the film. Yeah, I mean the game that continues to get away with it, and I think it's because they they often, if not nearly always, take lines straight from the movies, the Lego games. They usually they do often have the yeah. original cast members, original cast even not cast members playing mm. the characters. Yeah, some of them more of us than than others. Like I remember, I had Lego Star Wars Force Awakens, and most of the cast were in that, but not everybody. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have more luck. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, I don't know what it is about those Lego games, but people seem to like working on those. Mm-hmm. But maybe because they have to pay for the likenesses, they can just pay for the voices. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting, nonetheless. Um, anything uh, from you, P Dubs? No, it was just the the crew stuff that I gave you before. That was all I had. Mm. I'm surprised no one wants to talk about the the book of uh, Boba Fett. Well, I thought. It, I mean, it's kind of what I expected it to be. They didn't really show anything. Mm. Well, that was the thing I, I thought a trailer was, you know, a trailer as as a trailer should be. But I think we're so used to seeing half the plot of something being revealed that I didn't particularly go away from it thinking any different than I did before watching the trailer. Yeah, mm. I um, the the one thing did did you think that it was a prequel? Because he no, looked I... younger in it or, and slimmer in it. Than he did in the Mandalorian, but I didn't know if that was just me just seeing it once and making a judgment call on it. There's been a few people chat about like the makeup difference and whether or not he's it's set like either before or sometime after the Mandalorian, just because he does look drastically different, or whether they've just gone, you know what, if we're gonna use him for a whole season, let's not put them through all of the the makeup every single day. Right, but I wonder if we'll find out how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. I think that'll be interesting. Has to has to be the first episode. Has to be. We've got to find out shortly. Yeah. Um, but I thought he looked interesting. Like you, Ryan, I was a little bit um excited to see it and thought he looked good, but I wasn't um I wasn't blown away. But then I don't think I was for the Mandalorian. I no, thought, oh, this looks think, fun. this looks interesting, but I I didn't yeah. think I you know put this in my veins. I need to see this now. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think the the show that does interest me because it looks like a lot of fun is Hawkeye. Uh, I've not seen the second trailer yet, but I know they have released another trailer. Yeah, it's it just looks like you know what they're releasing it around kind of Thanksgiving, Christmas time. It looks like they're going for a bit of humour with it. I'm I'm fine with that. I'll just give me a, a fun Marvel show. Yeah. That might yeah. be more interesting if you listen to some of the rumours, if you're a fan of uh, Solo. Is anyone? Oh, really? Yes. Is there any? 
Mm. I'm joking. I like I like Solo. I'll defend Solo. Yeah, it was okay. I, I really liked Solo. Yeah. It was it was okay. It wasn't as good as it was good in parts. It wasn't as good as it could have been or should have been. It it was it's begging for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch the sequel. This I mean, sounds like it might be a, it might be a quasi sequel. Um, depends on whether you're a fan of the villains or not. Darth Maul. Yeah, well, give me a Maul running the underground movie, and I'm and I'm there. Mm, think of the other one. Well then, no. Sadly. <laughs> Nick's favorite actress. Let's put it that way. Is rumored oh, to make an appearance. God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Who's she going to be? Or is that too spoilery? As, uh, as a character from Solo. Who's that? Um, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, yeah. Oh, right. oh God. She just ruins everything. What about uh, the new Buzz Lightyear trailer? Oh, oh Craig. Well done. Mm. I'd forgotten about that. Um, I hadn't told it. <laughs> I what do you think, Ray? I loved it. It's a what? story that didn't need telling, but do you know what? They're thinking outside the box. Buzz Lightyear is obviously a toy based on a character. Woody, we see his backstory. We don't really no. get Buzz's like backstory. We're not seeing his backstory though. We're seeing the film that the toy is based on. So the film is showing the film that was that the film toy is based on. Yeah, no, but what is based on a TV show, so same yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, but is it a, is it a, is it a TV story? I mean, is it, sorry, isn't uh, the story of the astronaut who becomes a space ranger who then they make a TV story of and then they make toys of? No. Yeah. No. I no. thought it was, because well, this is meant to be real life. This yeah. is what we're this saying is, with this is what I thought. Yeah. No, because you think Toy well. Story, right? At no point do you think, oh, interstellar travel is happening in this universe. I think what Pete Doctor has said is that this film is the film in which Buzz Lightyear is based on. Right. Yeah, so I, th- I sense, think, I, I think, Mr. Z, and I don't know if this is because what this, I can't remember now when we first talked about this film last year or whenever it was, but I can't remember if it's because of what Disney said or what we all thought at the time about mm-hmm. it, but what you said was definitely what I believed it to be. But when you see mm-hmm. this trailer, it's it's clear that that's not the case. You know, he wasn't a real person. This is a, a yeah. yeah, almost like a film within a film. So, so Buzz Lightyear yeah. is a, a toy based on uh, this this film. Yeah. Um, I guess in it's the same definitely way... definitely got legs. Could be five films in this. I, I hope you know not. I mean? I hope not. I kind of... I, what you said, Craig, at the beginning is very true. This is the film that no one asked for. In the same way that Toy Story 4 wasn't the film that anyone really asked for. Like Everyone was quite content with a, a trilogy of films and the way it wrapped up. And I, I like Toy Story 4 for what it is, but it, it still really feels like it didn't need to have existed. And I do so far kind of feel a little bit like this but at the same time i think the trailer looked good and i'm looking forward to to seeing it so i'm a little a little bit of a hypocrite 
Um, I'd, ra- really. I'd rather this than Toy Story 5. Yeah. Or if this was the, the way they were going to keep it alive, I'd, I'd yeah. rather something like this out the box. Yeah. Let's see Rex in the dinosaur movie. You'd be hilarious. <laughs> Surprised he wasn't in the good dinosaur. I mean, let, let's let's be honest. What's going to happen is this movie will play out. The credits will drop. End credit scene. Zerg pops in. Bring on the sequel. There you go. <laughs> Quite possible, Ryan. Then that possible. strawberry teddy bear's the next badsy. <laughs> How's he get up into space? <laughs> don't ask. Don't, don't answer. Um, speaking of films, um, this week sees the release of uh, Marvel's The Eternals. Uh, once again, just to clarify for our British listeners, nothing to do with the 90s girl band. Um it's it's had some really mixed reviews. It's also had a lot of negative reviews, but let's focus on the first two. So it does appear to be a little bit like uh the Camden Marmite Owl that I've been sipping on throughout this record. Uh you either love it or hate it. Uh, or or not even hate it, disappointed, I'd say. Um the people that have really enjoyed it so far seems to be really singing its praises um and the people that uh, have not liked it as much have complained that they've they feel like they've tried to cram too much into one film and it's been a bit confusing um but it's also on sites like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb um has had I don't, I can't, can never remember what the correct term is, but I want to say it's like review bombed or something where it's basically got a load of negative reviews because it has LGBTQ uh, plus representation in the film. And so people are just leaving negative reviews about that particular aspect of it, um, which obviously brings down its, uh, its score on those sites as well. Them sites should take them them comments out and take the scores out. I, I I I do agree. I mean, I suppose the reason why they don't is because freedom of speech and you knew Adolf Hitler was leaving bad reviews, and you had the power. You take them reviews out. I mean, if if he was leaving negative reviews on IMDb, I'd be completely shocked because he'd be about 130. But uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. he's dead, <laughs> and, and he's dead uh, yeah. that we know of. Um, is he? Well, is he though, or is he in Argentina? Well, we'll have to ask boys. Now, right, <clears throat> I think I ask this periodically every couple of months. Mm. Is this the film that's been sitting on a shelf for two years? No. No, what that was, was, that? Um, was the New Mutants. Is what you're thinking of? I've still is not it, seen that. Was that a Fox film? Yes, that Disney rushed out when it. Uh, yeah, yeah, they had it. Contractually, it had to have a theatrical run, and Disney dumped it out in August last year when uh, the cinemas had started to reopen so All right, okay. it, it could get a release but um so this this film was always going to be released when it's been released it well it was due out last november yeah but you know what i mean in this yeah. in this time frame in the, yeah it's in the it's not I? been yeah. it's not been held back for that reason in fact the okay. director won an oscar this year 
Mr. D? Yes. Or, yep, oh, no, cool. Peter, of course you'd know. Yep. No Madland. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Yes. Which you yep. can also watch on Disney Plus. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's got a good cast. And as I said, it, it, seems, it seems to be a bit like uh, June, which is out at the moment, where... Um, people either admire it for its its artistry or dislike it because the story's a bit clunky. Um, but I am going to be seeing it this weekend. So on the Likewise. next episode, I'll be able to, uh, to discuss it. I, 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 I'm not sure what to make of it based on the trailers. Like, I, I'm, I'm interested in it doesn't look like a typical Marvel film, but I also feel... And I felt this from the trailers, not before people started talking about it, that you're going to be meeting a lot of people in this. It film. seems like it's a lot of setup for yes. the future of the MCU. Yeah, like you've I'm got char- characters that are partially introduced but don't get their full full introduction because it'll be in their own film at some point. Oh, okay, okay. I've not seen Chang Chi yet, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it's on Disney Plus this month, isn't it? It, I think is it next next it's Disney Plus Day, isn't it, P dubs? Yeah. That comes out. The twelfth. Yeah. That's when I'll be watching it. Yeah, so you've only got to wait uh another week or so. Um And that just... wasn't because I didn't want to go and see it at the cinema, it's just because we have a one year old. Oh yeah, okay. That old chest. Just left it in the car with the windows open. Exactly. <laughs> Bowl of water on the floor. Be yeah. fair. The... The law is around dogs. I've never seen anyone to discourage you leaving a child in the car. Exactly. <laughs> um, another couple of quick things. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 is now filming and confirmed for a release on Disney Plus next Halloween. Oh, the most overrated of all Halloween films. Is it overrated? Yeah. Oh, no, I disagree with that. Oh, I've never seen it. No, nope. um, it's um, I'm not um, I'm not a massive fan. There are things that I like in it, but I don't love it. But I think it's it's one of those films that if you saw it at at the right age, it it really hits. Yeah, I, I can get that. Um, I never seen it back then. I've seen it. I think two years ago, just three middle aged women just fucking shouting a lot pointing at stuff now it's going to be three old women yeah I mean they weren't I mean they weren't middle aged then I bet Midler was bet Midler, bet Midler was. definitely was Midler, yeah. Midler. Midler certainly was <laughs> I mean Jessica Parker wasn't they no no but uh, they've been they've been pictured on set they look uh, it looks it looks pretty good you know they look good in those roles and I, I did that weird thing for Halloween last year to um, they did a, a live stream thing didn't they um, in character yeah, when they were clearly not in the same room as each other yeah we well, couldn't COVID restrictions um, but uh, yeah uh, so that's that's happening uh, for definite uh, rumour that uh, Jim Carrey is going to be the next uh, person to join the MCU as a villain did anyone see Ooh. this yeah, yeah. Very, very strange choice of uh, character if it is who uh, it's it's looking to be. Oh, go on, I couldn't go on, think go of on. anyone better. No, I agree. I agree. Well, right, well, hang on. I will. I will tell you, Craig. 
the reason why I think it's a bit odd is just because we've had this character represented recently yeah. by mm. someone who could probably do the live action version as well. Um, but Craig, to answer your question, uh, Jim Carrey is apparently going to be playing Modoc. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, I watched Modoc and it got better as the series went on. It's a shame it it's been cancelled. Has it been cancelled? Yeah. No, I think it's got season two. Oh, yeah. oh, hurrah, huzzah! I don't think it got cancelled. I think oh, we just... it hasn't at the moment. Let's see if this introduction of Jim Carrey means it doesn't get a season, second season because it might. Well, I mean, I how did he pull that off in the real world? Well, that's that's that's, that's the well, that's the question, right? The the Avengers game I did play recently from start to finish because it was on Game Pass for Xbox. And the game tells the story of, of him going from scientist to like full on Modoc. And if they told that over a course of a couple of movies, I think it would work quite well. Ooh. Yeah, I, can, I, can I, I mean, it would be good because the villains don't get their movies, do they? They're always a part in the goodies, in the goodies movies, aren't they? Yeah. So it'd be yeah. good to have Modoc movies. Do you know what I mean? Bit of a baddie. Is he yeah. a baddie though? Yeah. Yeah, like Venom. Venom's not a no. Yeah. He, um, he he's a he's a villain, but he's more on the comical side of being a villain. He's not a you know, Thanos is a is a serious villain. Modoc well, just by dead appearance. Dad, yeah, but Modoc just by his yeah. appearance, you can't take him too seriously, even when he's doing bad Perfect things. Perfect casting, if that's true. Now, what was the other thing somebody shared a picture of? Deadpool. Was that true? Uh, I don't know. No. Was that no, fake? No. Was it? It was something about him like crashing the, M- the MCU, wasn't it? No, never gonna, was... never gonna happen. That was fake. Uh, was the, it fake? Was it? The other rumor that I think is almost been confirmed, is that Taika Wahiti is going to be directing Tower of Terror. Mm. Oh. When's he going to do that? Because he's got a Star Wars film on the horizon well, as well. That's what it? I thought. Apparently, according to the Disney Insider, that's confirmed. But I, um... I also thought he's just doing post-production on Thor, then going to Star Wars, I would assume. I mean, I suppose Disney aren't in much of a rush to make this Tower of Terror movie, to be fair. I believe um, he's going to Netflix first before he does his Star Wars film. Oh, has he he still got uh, that Michael Jackson film? No, he's doing uh, one of their Roald Dahl films. Hmm? Oh, yes, he is. What's the Michael Jackson film? Bubbles. Yeah, he was going to make an animated film about Bubbles. From told from told from Bubbles' point of view, yeah, Ooh, chimpanzee. That's a dark film. Yeah, look, he did he did one about Hitler being an imaginary friend. It's not it's it's well within his wheelhouse to have done a, a film about Bubbles. Mm. Um, yeah, but monkey nonsense is not something I want to see. <laughs> and also, he was uh, he was supposed to, you know he was again supposed to do the the latest version of Akira. But that seems to have fallen down the cracks again. But if I'm honest, I don't think I'll be surprised if Taika Waititi gets a Star Wars film, unless they're going to make 
they're going to let him make a Star Wars film. And what I mean by that is we saw what happened with Solo when they had uh, Lord and Miller on that film. Wow. But but look what happened with the new trilogy. Like Disney Disney need to stop giving. Oh, th- this is the, this is why when they announced it, I was I'm all in. Don't get me wrong, I was yeah, very excited no, when they announced I, I it. I completely agree. They've but, got to let him run with whatever he wants. Yeah, because they did that with Lord and Miller. I mean, I I still don't understand why they hired two comedy directors to make a Star Wars film who were then making a comic a comical Star Wars film and then fired them for making a comical Star Wars film. What was you expecting? With one of the most sardonic characters that's ever been introduced in Star Wars. Exactly. I just don't. I don't get it. So, yeah, I, I don't care. As long as, as long as whatever he puts his hand to, he's given creative reign to do so. Um, and I, and I think in general now, Ryan, I think Disney have have kind of learned some lessons because, um, you know, I mean, James Gunn was obviously the one that kind of first kind of broke that mold, but. You know, we were going to get Edgar Wright's Ant Man. It'll always be my my lost film. Mm. Um, you know, if they'd let him have his vision on that, I think we'd have got a. I, I like Ant Man, but it, uh, it's tarnished for me for that reason. Um, and it's because they didn't want him. They wanted him to make a Marvel film, uh, and not an Edgar Wright film. So I think after Guardians, I think it opened up, and obviously then with um, Thor Ragnarok, with Waititi it then kind of um, allowed them to realise that maybe they can let people put their own stamp on things and it still work. So... Taika Waititi is doing two series for Netflix based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well... He's going to be quite busy, isn't he? Only two books. Yeah, the the first one's the, the original book and the second one's uh, an entirely new thing um, about the Umpalumpas. Oh, of course. Ooh. Just like like you, the story that we always wanted. Yeah, at what stage did Wonka turn up and kidnap all of the uh, Umpalumpas and enslave them in his factory? That little fella out of Underdog can be in it. You can just clone him about a hundred times. Well, that's what that's what um, Tim Burton did, didn't he, with his yeah, yeah. factory, with uh, yeah. Tiger Roy, good old Tiger Roy. Um, last thing for me, uh, and still connected to the MCU, is uh, rumor again. Rumor is the reason we've not had a new uh, spy or the final Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is that uh, Sony and Marvel are in a row about Ooh. what makes the trailer. So interesting. Have we all seen Venom 2? Nope. No. No. Uh, what? What do you mean what? It's not it's not great, Craig. There's a reason why people haven't been rushing out to see it. Yeah, but that that end bit. Yeah. Quite interesting. It is quite, but it's quite interesting. It is, but uh, we're all bothered about far from home. And it does appear that the row between Sony and Marvel, I'm not sure which way it falls, but it is about what is shown or how much is shown in the trailer. And well, that's why So it's I'm not getting Sony this. Sony will want to show too much. Sony have been leaking stuff for the last three or four weeks. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they've been leaking stuff, but Oh I mean... it is, it's Sony. You know it is. <laughs> But yes, I mean, footage. How, footage how does is a shot there. of certain costumes get leaked? 
I I I agree, and I mean the toys are only a matter of weeks away. You know, the toys will be out before the film anyway. Um, yeah. You know, we've seen some of the pop vinyls, but we've not seen the actual toys that are coming out. But they will probably be out in time for Christmas, so it's all going to get spoiled. I mean, I was in, um, I went to Forbidden Planet in London uh, last week, and likewise. Uh, Wow, I was <laughs> there last to. year. You've got to. And uh, I was there with a friend, and he spotted the new Ghostbuster uh, Phasma se- uh, series of figures. Was this friend leaving a, a trail of slime down your arm? <laughs> he wasn't a snail. He wasn't oh, a snail. Okay. He was an actual human being. Um, but he was looking at the new Ghostbuster film figures, and he's like, "Oh wow, these are pretty cool, aren't they?" And I was like, "Yeah, but don't don't look at the rest of them." Um, and then he, of course, he turned his head and did, and, and yeah. had the film spoiled for him because the figures already ruined the film, and they've been out for months. <laughs> so uh, films will do that. If you don't want to <laughs> spoil a film before you've seen it, don't try and look at the toy line. Um, but uh, I do. I, or sometimes I, go to McDonald's because that can happen as well, can't it? Certainly back in the day, not so much nowadays. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get that second trailer or not. Because got the Morbius one tomorrow. What another one? Yeah, that, that does look a good film, though. Mm, well, it I fun. do like a good vampire film. Yeah, I do. I don't think this is going to be it, though. No, Jared Leto is. Vampire, no, you're right. Yeah, you're going to have to wait uh, for Moon Knight for some vamp- proper MCU vampire action by the sound of it. Uh, and, of course, uh, after that, Blade. Which yeah. I know, I know what is, where, where you're going with that, P-Dubs. But <laughs> just, just to clarify, Blade is getting a solo film as well. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it for me. Was there anything else uh, from anyone else before? Just as anyone watching any Disney Plus stuff, because yeah. You know, I was going to say last night it was Halloween, and we watched uh, the Muppets Haunted Mansion, which I know it's been out for a while, but we purposely didn't watch it until Halloween. And I thought it was really actually. good. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. I yeah, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Muppets back on form. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched it Lots yeah, of good gags, you know, brought in lots of theme park stuff, not just Haunted Mansion stuff. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, excellent. I mean, I didn't think the songs were particularly great. Probably could have done with a stronger song or two, but that was, uh, that's my only complaint, really. Muppets uh, version of Dancing in the Moonlight is my favourite song of the year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've we've just finished tonight. It uh, only made us in the building. Yeah, mm. we, we finished it today as well. That what? was very satisfying. Mm. I've so much stuff on telly on on the stream and malarkey. Mm. Just stuff falls through the cracks, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, there's a few few series I've got earmarked. Uh, Reservation Dogs, which uh, again is uh, from I think executive producer Taika Waititi, um, is is now on Disney Plus, but it's. Um, it's coming out weekly, so I'm not... The problem I had with Murders in the Building, um, Only Murders in the Building, is um, uh, I was getting antsy. I wanted, I wanted the next episode straight away, and I, I wasn't getting it. So um, I'm waiting for and, more episodes of that to drop. With, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a TV show about podcasters podcasting. Where's the mm, podcast? 
oh, I, I, I'm I'm certain they were before the first after the first episode. There was already podcasts about it. It would not surprise. Oh, there is our our um, our friend um, the iOS fella Rob Walsh. Him and his son are doing a podcast about it. But where's the podcast from the it's show? For sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, you know true. the content that they actually recorded because that would just be a brilliant little extra. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and we've got a lot of plus, a lot of stuff coming out for Disney Plus Day as well next week. Mm. Films and shows. So I think is, is that when Hawkeye drops. Hawkeye's no, the twenty fourth, I believe. Oh, for Thanksgiving, and it's yeah, two yeah. episodes. It's two episodes, I think, on the twenty fourth. So yeah. what date is Disney Plus Day? Uh, Disney Plus 12th. Day is yeah the same day is every year like Christmas. It's the twelfth of November. So next Friday um, is when we get some, uh, some big dropping, isn't there? Some big stuffs coming out. Well, Shang Chi. Um, yeah. I think Jungle Cruise is out that day, or is it out already? I can never remember. Um, no, I think it is next week. Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for the films. I think the rest is is series, and I think I think Craig, that might be when Get Back. Drops its first episode as well. Okay. Do you know last week while we were on holiday in Scotland um, and the 17 of us all trying to get ready to go out, that's what it was literally like home alone. A <laughs> bit. There was just kids running everywhere, people pulling wellies on, people taking wellies off, people going to the toilet, where's the sandwiches, people running back in for the flasks. Oh, it was amazing. I'm so glad you had a great time, Craig, because it sounds like hell. It sounds it, like my idea right? of hell. Coming back to our own houses, and we've all gone off to our own separate rooms. Just paradise, silence. <laughs> right. Uh, well, in that case, if no one's got anything else, then I will wrap this episode up. Uh, thank you all uh, for joining. And, of course, thank you, dear listener, for continuing to support us. Um, message for our, our Patreons, uh, because of uh, Craig's and, and P-Dubs uh, both being away, we are late with our Patreons uh, episodes of Ride the Movies and uh, Disaster Dark at the Movies. They will be out, hopefully, uh, later this week. Um, I think we're all up to speed now with uh, the films. And I think potentially based on conversations privately um that there might be some death wishes being thrown at some of our patreons i don't know just you know just just warning uh underdog they've done, be an interesting they've done worse to us yeah they have yeah not much so. though no but they have done worse we've no. never done another derby old gill no um that was a home run that was no, that's the best we've ever done yeah i think i think i think you're probably right actually think you're probably right i'm trying to think if there's anything better um it, it's no kim possible movie that's that's for sure <laughs> anyway mm. uh thank you very much um and uh yeah we will see you in a couple of weeks for the next episode so we'll see you then cheerio bananas Oh,
This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.